Hi, and welcome to A Positive Look. This is Tony McIntosh. It's been a while, but uh, I tell you what, it's, it's, it's been a very busy and uh, interesting time for all of us. Today's podcast, I want to talk about uh, a, a pastor in a church uh, near a town I live in. Uh, Reverend Kerry Ingram is his name, and he's the pastor of a church uh, called Lovejoy Baptist Church. And he's written a book called The Great Deceptions. And this book is filled with all types of mind-boggling information on, you know, are we, do we really have our priorities in, in the right place? Uh, what are we uh, being distracted by in order to, to live a great life and, and keep a positive outlook on things? I spoke with Kerry Ingram. First question I asked him is, what are the deceptions you're talking about? What are we looking at here? Hope you'll enjoy it. Well, uh and this is me. I don't know if you're not this old, but uh, I've been blessed to, to live for over six decades now. And uh, I've just seen the world change to a point that um, it's hard for me to recognize it as, as it was when I was growing up. And, and, I'm, and I'm thinking and saying and explaining in my book that uh, the new normal that I see, I am convinced it is not the lifestyle that God intended for us. So I try to point out certain uh, particular things that uh, I believe that are simply uh, not leading us in the right direction. Uh, um, And having said that, I love everybody. I love people. Uh, God is love, and and he called on us to love him with all of our might and to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. That being said, uh, it's not my place to judge or condemn people, but simply to speak truth to power that people might make a decision for themselves. So when I talk about the great deceptions, I am trying to point out things that uh, the enemy of all of us, the devil and demonic spirits, would like to see us do. But in doing so, we are hurting ourselves and our community, our lives, and the world. It seems like to me, uh, Carrie, that there are a lot of hijackers out there that take well-meaning organizations, they take well-meaning stances in our social uh, uh, circles and everything, and they hijack them for their own evil doing, and it really puts a uh, puts groups in a bad light when the, the, the intention was not there. And is that something that you would agree is just really just the work of evil? Sure, I think so. We have to remember, uh, again, uh, the Bible teaches us that there are uh, demonic spirits in the air, and that's, my, that's part of my point. We live in a day and age where we don't talk about the spirit of God and the spirit of evil uh, that uh, is in the air that can come against us. Uh, we don't talk about heaven or hell. Uh, it's amazing how often you hear these kind of things mentioned. So that said, an uh, organization can can be well intended, but if it doesn't stay on track, if it, if, if if certain people come in with with uh, just a, a, a different train of thought, just a, just a slight change over time, it changes into something entirely different. Um, that's unfortunate, but that's um, that's the way um, evil, evil is, is seductive, it's alluring, it's 
blends in. It has a way of just kind of sliding into some good and positive things, and in a period of time, it, it turns out to, to be something evil. Um, can you uh, can you give us uh, an example or two uh, in the book of, of some of the deceptions that uh, we're facing right now? All right. Well, sure, certainly. Um, the first one uh, that comes to my mind, and so uh, I'm not picking on uh, anybody. I don't know anybody specifically. I just uh, look these things up. But I think uh, we live in a day and time, the Bible tells us, of false prophets. Uh, we have people who stand behind the sacred book board, the pulpits, and uh, they might speak dynamically, uh, encouraging, influencing, uh, and they and speak truth. But sometimes the purpose of doing it is not as God would have it. Uh, so people do it for what we call filthy lucre for power, uh, for money, for uh, trying to uh, get the attention of of um, uh, women or men for whatever it is, you know, things like that. Uh, so false prophets and false prophecy is certainly one of the things that um, is a deceiving thing in our present day and age. That's why it's so important if you uh, have a good pastor, keep him in your prayers and and uh, listen to what he says and do what uh, he says according to the Bible. And then, after he preaches that, we all have a responsibility to go and read that word for ourselves and let the Holy Spirit that dwells in us lead us and guide us to uh, some conclusions. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, God dwells in all of us, and he, he he is the ultimate teacher. We just simply give out the information, and, and uh, the, the the congregants, the people, uh, the children of God, we are we to then go and uh, try to learn and grow from it. Gary, uh, what type of challenges is the, the modern-day church today facing uh, in our current political and social uh, climate? Because it's it's got to be it's got to be difficult. Well, I, sure, and you're right, and and I think in every aspect of life, if I'm saying this right, the church is challenged. Let me give you a classic example, and uh, we were we talked about this earlier. We're having fun with it, uh, but entertainment, entertainment. It's amazing. I can't turn on the TV and not watch it long and not see something that's so, uh, to me, ungodly. Um, even commercials. Uh, there's nothing, uh, foul language, uh, un, uh, lifestyle that people live. Uh, all, uh, it, it's accepted. It's, it's a part of the American fiber now, various things. Um, let me give you this example. And I'm a sports fan. I love sports. But a few years ago, there was this cliche from the Falcons, I'm going to ride or die with the Falcons. And I know they meant nothing. Uh, well, I, I hope they meant, didn't really mean that. But it was said. And the Bible teaches us that death and life is in the power of the tongue. And then my train of thought is, 
wonder how God feels when we will skip church on Sunday, go and tailgate, and watch a ball game. And while we're watching it, we, we're quoting, I'm going to ride or die with the Falcons. Hmm. It's, it's little things like that, that that seem very innocent. But just think of children growing up who didn't go to church, who hear these kind of things. They have a tendency sometimes to not careful to put sports before God. We have programs now, and again, um, I'm being constructively critical because I love people, but uh, we have programs now, sports programs, for our children, and they take place on Sunday. Children don't even have a chance, if they're going to be sports-minded, to even go to church on Sunday sometimes because uh, various sports organizations that mean well, they want to train our children, they want to help them to be good kids, but they have these sports activities on Sunday when uh, for the Christian, Sunday is our Sabbath day, and that's when we should worship God. So it's things like that, entertainment, sports, yes, certainly nowadays, politics. Uh, you, you, you see the seductive, alluring of evil spirits into these, into these things that were one time, to me, a, a whole lot more innocent and a whole lot more fun and godly than they are now. You know, maybe we should shift our priorities back a little bit, and maybe some of the problems we have today would not be problems, do you think? Exactly. In other words, what I hear you saying, and uh, I mentioned this in, in, in my writing, is we serve a God who, if we're going to serve him, we must put him first. He is not to be second to anything or to anybody. He's not a second-class God. God is first. And if he can't be first, he won't be in our life at all. And that's not him being cruel or mean. That's just how he has set it up for our benefit. We ought to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these other things shall be added. Uh, and I think that's part of the deception. People, we live in a day and time and place where um, God is optional. Uh, or no matter what you do, God understands and his grace covers that. No, uh, God loves all of his creation, but he hates sin. And it is sinful. It is not of God to place things before God. Uh, and all of us in our lives have been guilty of that. I know I have. But as we learn and grow and get closer to him, we come to realize that uh, if we really want to see his mighty hand move and make a difference in our lives, in our home, in our neighborhood, our community, then we have to work together and, 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 and put him first. And certainly that starts in the family, in the home, and then in the church, and then spread abroad into the community. Some great words to live by right there. Reverend Kerry Ingram, The Great Deceptions. You can buy that book and find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It's uh, in very many, many different places. And uh, it is, uh, it's a good book. It's a great book. And just one of many inspirational uh, pieces that Reverend Kerry Ingram has written over his lifetime. 
Join me next time on A Positive Look. Until then.